Are you using social media paid advertising correctly for recruitment and for customer acquisition? The paid advertising landscape has changed dramatically, even in the last year. So recently, I caught up with Joshua James Lucy from Healthcare 92 to help answer this question. In this episode, we talk about the do's and don'ts of advertising. We talk about what a pixel is. We talk about retargeting and how to use it effectively and also how to manage campaigns once they're live. My name's Simon Parker, and this is the Care Leaders Network podcast. And today we're answering the question, are you using social media paid advertising correctly for recruitment and customer acquisition? So Josh, tell me, why is it important that we talk about recruitment and customer acquisition? Obviously, it's uh, it's one of the biggest talking points for a lot of companies in the space at the minute, especially in the care sector. Um, for recruitment, kind of maybe the higher priority at the moment with the shortage of, of carers and staff across the across the UK. Um, why is it important? Because we need to we need to consider the fact that we need to spread awareness around this and, and educate people on you know why they should come work in the sector um and what opportunities are available in the sector so for a lot of clients that we speak to a lot of businesses that we work with um where we talk about recruitment we we also highlight the importance of of spreading brand awareness and one of the methods of doing that is of course through social media which is what i'm here to talk about a little bit more in detail today um social media is a massive player in that you know when we when i speak to clients they they try to compare you know the likes of job boards with social media and you know which ones should they be utilizing it's it's a simple fact that you should be doing both. I've said this on, on past podcasts as well, but again, I'm going to reiterate it now today. Um, that social media is a huge tool for brand awareness and you can track and measure everything that we do through social media. So again, data is, is a very important aspect of understanding, you know, who's showed interest, um, how they apply in, um, what is it they're, they're showed interest on through your website and what particular positions and, what are they, what more information they're requesting? And this is all information that you can track and measure. So later on in the podcast, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about um, targeting and pixels and tracking and how that how that works. But, you know, from a recruit perspective, it's just so important now to, to increase brand awareness of your positions that you have available. And social media is an incredible tool for that. Now for customer acquisition, the same thing really. It's, it's educating people on the fact that what it is you do as a business. How do you service your clients? What services do you have available? Who are you as a brand? You know, we a lot of clients that we work with, they use certain portals that display their services, which you can find out and compare against other services in the area. But I think what's what's been missed, and, you know, for myself that's worked in the sector for seven plus years now, I still don't see enough in the UK of, of companies spreading brand awareness on their services and educating people, you know, the difference between, you know, why they should consider domiciliary care over putting someone into a care home or likewise the, on the flip side, you know, why should they consider care homes over domiciliary care? And I think if, if people educated more and they understood more about these services that are available to them, there'll be quicker decisions being made. So yeah, just, just the importance of utilizing brand awareness for educating people on the result and the roles that you have available, and but also the services that you have to offer. And I guess on those two sides of things, what you're talking about is communicating the brand. So you've got your uh, your your employer brand, your your almost your EVP. So selling the culture, the um, what it's like to be a team member, um, being what it's like to be part of that organisation on a on a day by day 
day by day basis. That's the brand from an employer perspective, but then you've got the brand from a from a from a new business and from a, a, a winning clients perspective as uh, as well. They're both brands. They're both intrinsically linked. But both of them have to tell a story about what you're all about as an organization, why you exist, why the, the kind of the proposition, whether that be for an employer or whether that for be, be for a potential customer is of value and why it's different and why it's interesting. And you have to be able to tell a story. And it's really, really difficult to be able to tell that story without getting that message directly in front of people. And I guess that's where social media really comes into its own through the, the, the targeting and things like that being able to be really, really specific around, right, okay, so we've now got our, uh, our, our message around our employer brand or our business's brand, um, but then how do we get that, that in front of people? And of course, that's where the advertising side of things comes in because you're able to then distribute that very specific piece of content or those different types of pieces of content to tell that story, to get people bought in, to get people excited and enthusiastic so that they interact with you in a digital context so that you can start building building a relationship. So as, as people go through that journey, what would you say the kind of the uh, the kind of key do's and don'ts are um, and and how do they how do they go about kind of executing upon them and how do they find out more in, information? Yeah, that's, that's a large question. Yeah, there's a lot of do's and don'ts, but if we were to kind of narrow it down to kind of key important ones, um, from a recruitment perspective, it's it's like as you said, it's making sure you're telling a story about what it's like to work for that company. You know, what a carers, what a nurse is saying about the brand that they're working for, and how they're being supported. That's probably one of the ma- the biggest one of the major factors in this is. Uh, all clients and, and customers of ours or even companies that don't work with us seem to be doing is focusing more on, you know, got job opportunities available. There's the pay rates, there's the requirements, these are the benefits. But what they should be focused on behind that is developing awareness of the roles that are available and, and what people are saying about those roles that are available and telling that story. So one of the biggest do's is to make sure you you have brand, you know, again, brand awareness and, and pushing who you are as a brand as a priority now, because you're having to compete against everyone. Everyone's fishing in the same pool. You know, you need to make sure that you're standing out from everyone else. And the only way, one of the main ways of doing that is by utilizing social media. Yes, of course, because you can track and measure everything you do, but just telling that story, you know, why is that care working for you? What are they saying about your brand? I spoke about it um, at most one of the recent shows, a residential home care show, about the importance of, of highlighting certain individuals in your business and putting them on a pedestal to represent your brand. Why is that nurse? Why is that care worked for you for so long? What can they say positively about you and how you're supporting them? Because that's what everyone else wants to hear. They're not doing this for for certainly for, not for money. People that work in the care sector are doing it because they've got a passion for providing care. So that's what you have to demonstrate. And I think what, you know, one of the biggest do's is, is promote that, you know, and stop just trying to advertise pay rates and benefits across job boards and social media and, and giving these things, you know, weeks to determine whether it's successful or not. You have to be consistent. You have to make sure you're putting yourself out there and showing off your brand because the one, the companies that are going to be, you know, growing, developing the next few is the ones that are really pushing who they are as a business. So, Definitely to push a story is a big do in social media because not enough brands are doing it, especially even the clients that we just take on. They're, they're so focused on, we need to get a job advert out. We need to put as much money behind that as we can to bring in leads. Well, actually, the longer, you know, to get more success from this, you need to focus on who you are, 
right? And off the back of that, that's where you can start to generate more leads and you can start to win trust and, and get people to pick up the phone to you when they when you call them. Um, so yeah, so it, a big uh, one of the biggest don'ts is to not just be utilizing social media as a tool just for recruitment or customer acquisition. Um, make sure you're telling a story, you're, you're pushing out content, you're highlighting who you are as a brand. Um, another big, uh, big do for me is to make sure you find the right support. You know, a lot of brands that I work with or have been speaking to, they, they talk to me about, they've already got a marketing team. They've already got individuals that support them with social media. Well, unless they can answer this question, you don't have the right individual in place. You know, tell me last month or last six months, what, what your conversion has been like. What's the cost been like to you as a business? How much time are you spending on that? Um, and is it bringing you an ROI? Are you seeing a return on it? And if they can't answer that, then you're not utilizing social media correctly. It's as simple as that. And there's so many large brands that I've been speaking to at these events. And they'll sit there scratching their head saying, oh, yeah, we, we, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have YouTube, we have TikTok. Um, but they can't tell me what they're getting in return. If you can't determine that, then something's not right. So making sure you've got the right individual or agency or company working with you to support you through social media is key. Um, because many directors and CEOs I speak to just believe that because they've got a couple of people looking after social media, Facebook, Instagram, they can see a few posts going out. They think that's enough. There's so much to social media that you wouldn't believe that helps you to understand who you are as a business through social listening, uh, who your audience is through targeting and what you get in return through tracking. So unless you've got that skill set in place, you'll never understand truly what's what's working with your business through social media. So making sure you get the right guidance and the right individual to support you with your business is a big one. Um, and don't, don't, you know, don't remain, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't, don't fall into that space where you you just believe that social media is working in the background. You need to continuously develop it. There's a lot of, again, a lot of brands that I work with, they have a marketing team in place or an agency and they, they just kind of, oh, well, we're doing social media already. You should constantly be analyzing that part of your business to make sure you're getting that return that you need. Even if it's negative and you find out, well, I don't have the right team or right person in place, then at least you found that out because they're not answering the questions that you're putting forward to them as a CEO, as a director. If they can't ask, tell you how they're measuring it, how they're seeing the performance of the campaigns that they're running, then they're not the right person for the job. So just making sure that you understand as a business owner that social media is crucial to developing your business in the future. And if you're not doing that now, then you're already behind and you need to start catching up. It's as simple as that. Um, so that will be a few do's and don'ts from from my perspective. It, it, it's such a specific role type as uh, as well, isn't it? Like there's 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 it's clearly marketing, but marketing is such a, a broad term. Uh, I think you can you, you you one can pertain to be a, a a marketing expert, but it but in what respect? You know, there's there's so many different forms of of, of marketing that, that 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 you can be part of. You can have an agency who says, "Oh yeah, we're really really good at marketing." So, okay, great. So. But what type of marketing? They, they they might be very content driven. They might not be very analytically driven. You might have uh, a team member who, oh yeah, we 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 do social media, but then they do everything else as as well. And I guess yeah. the, the risk there is: are you in a set of circumstances where you've got somebody in marketing who's can can 
incredibly claim to be a marketing expert, but are they uh, a jack of all trades? Like everyone has their area of specialism, uh, even within subjects like marketing or sales or fill in the blank, whatever it might might be. Do they really understand storytelling? Do they really understand data? Do they really understand what it takes to be able to get the right message in in front of people? And I guess if they're if they're not in that space and really really in it you know not 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 just kind of toe dipping if they're are they are they exactly the best person to be able to do that because if they're not you're probably losing out in some way shape or form you know if the, if the content isn't as good as it could be you're not sharing the right the right message if you haven't got the, the systems and the processes to be able to collect the data then you're not going to be able to understand and be able to iterate that message and evolve that journey and things as uh, as well so i think getting that type of stuff really 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 well buttoned down i think is uh, uh, completely completely key um because if you don't that you will be losing out in some in some capacity i guess this this kind of links um whilst i'm kind of driving towards the maybe some of the more technical aspects of uh, of social media um pixels retargeting um it, it if you're if you're not well um if you don't have kind of a deep understanding of uh, of the way that social media advertising works these words might as well be a different a different language talk to me about pixels talk to me about retargeting and how they work as well because they're they're, they're almost like the next frontier the, the kind of the added layer of complexity and things when it comes to advertising that people might either they've heard of and they appreciate the concepts of or maybe they've got like a basic understanding whereas actually there's quite a lot to both of those elements so break break both down for us talk to me about pixels and and retargeting yeah well, the, the interesting thing about Pixels Retarget is that when I, I spoke up on stage at uh, the Residential Home Care Show very recently, and I asked the room to raise their hands if they, you know, if they knew, if they, one, if they if they have a business and they they use social media as a tool for their business, and then two, do they understand, uh, you know, what promoted boosted posts are? And a lot of them say, yeah, they understand that. And then I said, tell, set them to well, keep your hand up if you if you've got a pixel in place and you you understand what pixel is. And again, the majority of them had kept their hand up. Now by the end of the session, they ran to the front because they didn't realise that they had no idea how they were utilising that pixel. And as I explain what a pixel is, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I want everyone to understand that's watching this that this is very important in order for you to effectively utilize social media. If you don't have this in place, what I'm about to explain, then you're 100% right now not seeing the return from social media and you are not utilizing it correctly. So what a Facebook pixel is, it's a, it's a piece of tracking code that gets um, implemented onto your website across every single page. And what it does is it allows Facebook to understand the traffic to and from your website, right? It allows you to put what we call custom audiences in place and really funnel down to a very particular type of individual that you're trying to target. It might be someone showing interest in your services that have clicked through to your website. Now, that person could have come through social media, organically through searching you on Google, a Google ad campaign, a re you know, referral from a friend to go click this link and find out more information. If you've got that pixel in place, you're allowing your business the opportunity to do what's called retargeting and retarget people with a specific message, a tailored message to ensure that it's more relevant to them. So it's just very much, very similar to that e-commerce. So if you're trying to sell a product or you search for a product online, you see it on social media, you go to a website, what you'll tend to see is that product displayed in many different formats or other brands that are trying to compete because they recognize that you're showing interest in that particular product. So that's how that works. That's what a pixel allows you to do. But also it's not just a case of copy and pasting the pixel code onto your website and that's it. There's still a lot more to it. 
And I'll explain. So there's a whole thing that we all know about, about the um, the iOS update that happened a couple of years ago now uh, with social media, where iOS, iOS devices had to be um, registered through Facebook in order to be able to target them and verified. So what this means is, and I can guarantee 98% of the people watching this have not done this step because even when we started clients that are big clients in the sector who have marketing teams, this part has never been done. I've never found it to this day. You have to verify your domain. And in order to do that, by verifying your domain through Facebook, it allows you to then target iOS 5 devices plus uh, with your campaign. So if you don't have that in place, currently you are only targeting a lot of Android users, which as we know in social media, most of the targeting that you do and most of the campaigns that you run will go to mobile devices. It's something like a 90 to 10% reach compared to desktop. So if you don't have your domain verified through Facebook and Instagram, you'll be very restricted on who you can target. And you won't be able to measure that data effectively because Facebook can't. If you don't have your domain verified, it's not going to allow you to do that. So that is another step in its own. Once you get the pixels in place, which allows you to do the tracking, you then have to optimize that pixel by verifying your domain through Business Manager to then allow you to, to target Apple users. So that is crucial to this. And a lot of companies won't have done that. So after watching this, Go and watch a YouTube video, speak to someone, inquire with us if you'd like to find out more. But you need to make sure that's in place first and foremost, especially if you're already spending money on marketing social media. And that's one of your tools for recruitment or customer acquisition is verifying your domain. Um, so that's in a nutshell, that's what pixels allow you to do. There's a lot more I can go into a lot more detail on. But I think first and foremost, make sure you've got your pixels in place. And second, make sure you verified your domain, which then allow you to go through the elements of optimizing your campaigns to see what it is you'll get in return and measure that data. Okay, brilliant. So once you've um, once you've got your pixel in place, once you've got your once you've registered your your domain, like how do you maximize on the productivity or effectiveness of the of the campaign itself to to make sure that um, you're not missing any kind of any opportunities? I guess whether it's employer uh employee looking from from a recruitment perspective or from a uh, customer acquisition uh, perspective well it just allows you to measure that data more accurately because at the moment if you're running campaigns on social media you don't have a pixel in place and you don't and you've never verified your domain you're getting uh results that are just not accurate they're not accurate results because facebook can't determine from those devices and those users that you're trying to target who's actually engaging fully with your brand um, therefore, you've got misinformation. You're, you're doing very basic level campaigns. So in order for brands to scale, measure and put more money behind their campaigns, they have to understand the data. And there's a lot of tools and, and measurement tools out there that can allow you to do that. One of the, one of the key ones that we utilize here at Social Night 2 is Databox, which pulls in specific data that measures activity to and from your website on your social media, which feeds you information, which allows you to determine the successfulness of that campaign, what you're getting in return, how many people you're reaching, what's the cost per click, what's the cost per acquisition. All these will allow you to, I guess, you know, um, dictate where your campaign goes moving forward. How do you optimize it? What do you need to change? And that could be things such as your targeting, that who actually trying to target as an individual. So if you don't understand who you're targeting, who's actually engaging, you could be targeting an audience that's completely, uh, you know, disinterested. Like so, you can you can start to understand your age, your demographics, your behavioural attributes, your interests of your target audience. 
which is very different across the UK. I know many CEOs and directors watching this now, you might be covering multiple areas for your brand, but if you're if you're utilizing the same strategy for all areas, again, you're doing it wrong. It's as simple as that. You need to understand through social media, you can learn from your audience. If you put a if you put an advert in the newspaper, the Sun or the Times, you're going to get two different sets of results because you're targeting two different types of people. So social media gives you that information immediately and tells you who's interested. I had one one chap that uh, had a question for me at the, at the show I was recently at and said, you know, we know who we want to target, Josh. Like we know who we need to target on social media. It's just how do we get in front of them? I said, well, let's go back. How do you know who you need to target? Oh, well, six of the directors sat on a board, told us how they uh, decided on services for their parents. So I said, well, six of you determined that for the rest of the UK, did you? I said, you did it wrong. You believe that that was who your target audience was. But if you ask 66 million people in the UK who it was, I'm sure you'll get different results. So I said to him, what you do through social media quite effectively is you can run what we call A-B tests. So you can test different audiences against each other and let Facebook's algorithm tell you who is actually most interested in your brand and who is actually more engaged. So rather than trying to second guess it or go with what you think's best, let social media and Facebook tell you who's actually most engaged. And you'd be very surprised. And that'll help you to direct other marketing channels, whether it's traditional in certain areas like leaflet drops or print, whatever. It allows you to give you that information back to determine how do you optimize your campaigns in other areas. So from that, he said, you know, well, I completely agree. And that's something we need to do then. Um, but they didn't know how to do that. And they didn't know that was a thing. They just came up with an I- their ideal customer or person that they wanted to target. And they fixated on that. Whereas what you need to do in this day and age, especially now more than ever, is allow social media and these platforms to tell you who your audience is. And you'll be very surprised. So that is that is something that is crucial when you've got these, these tools in place to track and measure that you're actually using that information to determine how do you change the way that you market your business. And that's what social media can allow to do for you if it's done correctly. So I guess this is where the pixel and the retargeting basically comes in because effectively Facebook ends with, am I right in kind of saying that it has a, a, a more, it has a, has a more comprehensive understanding because it's almost like close the loop through the pixel and through the retargeting to be able to get a broader understanding of what the market is saying, how it's interacting with the content and things. And then through data and tracking and all that type of stuff, you can then work out, okay, so it's landing here. This piece of content's good. This piece of content's maybe not so good. This audience works. This audience doesn't work. And just iterating constantly using the A-B testing to be able to say, right, okay, so going in this direction seems to be working. Going in this direction doesn't seem to, uh, doesn't seem to be working. How do you then optimize for that to solve for whether it be the recruitment or the, the customer acquisition side of side of things? Exactly. You know, we, there's, there's many clients that we work with um, who we've come in and taken over campaigns, for example, that they previously ran. And to be honest, what we tend to see is that they've been running the same campaigns for a good couple of years now because it worked for them at some point. But without optimizing and tweaking, adjusting and listening to data and listening to information Facebook gives you and Instagram gives you, then you're still never optimizing and getting the best results from your campaign. So, so many times we've taken over clients' accounts and transformed their campaigns just by changing the creators ever so slightly, the target audience, but by analyzing that data and showing them, look, that's who your target audience is. If we double down on that particular target, you're going to see more results. Because what Facebook wants and the algorithm wants, it wants to give the best experience to the user. So having relevant imagery and content and captions and and targeted settings 
will allow that user to be more engaged and have a more user-friendly experience on the platform. If you were targeting people with the wrong information, um, maybe you're trying to target male and female care workers to come work for you, but you're using pink, you know, branded content, then already, you know, a lot of the male population will be put off by that. It's just a psychological thing where we see pink and we automatically assign it to a female. And it's things like that. It's, you know, how do you adjust your branding slightly through social media by listening to social media tell you about who's engaged your brand and how do you tweak your branding, your your designs, your creatives, your target audience to optimize, to deliver to them. So again, it's, it's that whole listening thing, you know, or, you know, we've got tools that basically allow us to determine when we go into an area, who's already talking about that particular service, those particular jobs, you know, is there some, is there companies in that area that are already you know, you know listening to the, that 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 particular camp uh, that particular opportunity, or are they just going to second guess it again? You know, what we did in that town works works really well, so we we'll just do the same in that one. Again, you you need to listen to social media. Again, that comes with using the right tools, having the right skill set of people that understand how to do this, and not just treating it like traditional marketing, which is very much the old school way of. You know, you're going to put something in print. You're going to do some leaflet drops. It's all about guerrilla marketing. Put yourself out as much as you can. This can be so much more targeted. You can get so much, you know, you can get so much more in return just by listening and allowing the platform to do what it does best by determining who your target audience is. So important. So important. I You've, you've explained that really, really comprehensively. I appreciate just kind of breaking that down into the various different sections. I guess just to round us off, any particular pointer? So you've got your campaign, it's set up right. Like, what do you need to do to manage it once it's live to, to just make sure that you're optimizing everything accordingly? Listen to it, look at the analytics, look at um, sometimes we get caught up on you know cost per lead or cost per conversion through the website, but it should be it should be all about quality. So you have to look at the results that you're getting and not be falsely led down oh, you know, I've got 200 leads or I've got 20 conversions through the website um, and it looks great. Well, actually, let's look at the quality. Are these people actually coming in? Are they actually converting into, you know, into, into money for the business, into recruits for the business? Um, and if you don't understand, if you're not being able to measure that right now, then again, you're, you're not doing this correctly and you need to speak to someone that understands it. So, I would go away after today and speak to you, whether you're doing it yourself, go and look at the analytics that are available to you. Go and make sure your pixel's in place. Go and see if your business is, is actually verified. Um, speak to your marketing team. Ask those same questions if they're doing it for you. Tell them to give you a report on the last six months and tell, tell you how much they've spent, what results they've had in return in terms of cost per conversion and leads, and then look at the end result, what's that actually turned into. If they can't tell you that, then I'm sorry, but you have either the wrong team in place, the wrong individual managing that process, or you've just not, you misguided them and you've kind of just treated social media as one of the more traditional methods of marketing where you don't actually know truly what you get in return for a TV, a radio advert, or a leaflet drop because it's very difficult to measure. Social media should be measured, right? So if you're not measuring it, then you're not doing it correctly. It's as simple as that. So go away, ask those questions, find out, what's currently been done for your business. Um, and one last thing is if, if you've done anything that I've said today and you've not had good results from it and you believe that you've done this correctly, 
then approach someone like ourselves or approach an organization or an individual who can audit your account and tell you that information based on the data that they previously ran. Because again, you know, we've worked with some big clients and who believed that they were doing social media effectively because they've had multiple people and multiple agencies in that position doing that for them. But the actual proof in the pudding is by getting into the actual campaigns and looking at the data and analyzing it correctly to then provide that information to you and, and tell you, let that show, let, let, let that determine whether it was successful or not and what you did wrong. Okay, so very important. I said it the other day uh, um, at, the, at the show as well. Find someone who understands the sector as well, because what most agencies will do is that they'll do what we call A-B testing with any new client. And it's usually what gives them two or three or four months of breathing space to set your expectations, saying, we're not actually going to find out for several months who your ideal audience and customer is because we need to do a testing phase, right? Well, if you find someone that understands the sector and understands what works, what doesn't work, you'll get past all that. And what you'll find is that you'll get, you know, you'll get immediate results uh, quite quickly because they've already done all the testing. So that's a real start message for uh, for people to to wrap up on our conversation today, Josh. But thank you so much for sharing your your insights, and I really think that this conversation is gonna gonna help people really think about social media as a whole and how they manage and optimize it to make sure that they're getting the best out of their approach to both recruitment and customer acquisition. So thank you so much for your time today. No problem at all. My pleasure.